This is another episode of Info on the Go. It was recorded while driving in the car, but it's a little different than most. Most of them are topical and usually revolve around a specific task-oriented type of topic. We might be talking about linking from your social bios like the first episode, or we may be talking about the evils of social media. Evil being very tongue-in-cheek in this case. But this one, I wanted to get to the root of the matter. I wanted to talk a little bit about how Autonomy Talent came to be. It was really mostly an accident, as you'll hear in the episode in a minute, but it's going to be like what Bob Ross would always say, a happy little accident. So I hope you enjoy, and we'll talk to you again soon. talent came to be it's because it's kind of an interesting one in that it was pretty much by accident I wasn't even looking to to try to start a new agency but it everything just fell together and I was like oh god why didn't I think of this before so it all started out years ago I was in doing various affiliate marketing programs and marketing affiliate products and such a lot of it was nonsense and bullshit. I did some drop shipping stuff and various things. And I started learning how to market online and how to do... Back in those days, it was mostly SEO and a little bit of social. It's all morphs where SEO was more like just a given. You just best practices and move on. You don't really... I mean, you can still spend a lot of time there, but I typically don't in most cases. Um, because the best money is spent on social these days. So everything kind of moved from being more search-based marketing to more social-based marketing, more social media-based marketing. Anyways, I followed all these trends. At one point, I started an agency, a digital agency, where I was working with some small businesses in the area, and I, I like owned the terms for like SEO Plano and SEO Frisco and Louisville and Carrollton and all the northern Dallas suburbs. I had, I was like number one or two in Google search for all of those terms and pulling in traffic from that and all that was helping to build credibility to the site so that as I was trying to work on linking such to the SEO Dallas page it was really starting to rank and move up in the rankings too so I got up I just barely did crack into the top 10 on on the SEO Dallas one when it became clear that at the time I was married and had uh, that was not going well and I just I just didn't feel like I could devote the energy to it that I needed to, so I wound up shutting that that uh, that agency down. Do I kind of regret it? Maybe a little bit, but I learned a lot from that, and I, I was bootstrapping the whole way, so it's not like I took some people's money as investors and blew it, and like, oh, sorry, but I learned my lesson. No. Same thing now. I'm not taking investors, but we'll get to that as to why. I started to. I almost did on this, on this new venture, but I realized that just does not keep with our mantra and our philosophy. 
Anyway, fast forward a little bit. I, I get divorced. Um, move out. Got my own thing going. Have more time on my hands. And I started a social media blog that I eventually tried to turn into a, an agency. And I thought, well, let's, let's take another shot at this. But I just, I, don't know, I didn't have the passion for it. I, I love local businesses. You know, I'm not one of those people that gets all bent out of shape because like Amazon put the local businesses or Walmart put local mom and pop shops out of business. It's like, no, they did, but it's because mom and pop shops, you know, used to 50 years ago, that's all you had was mom and pop shops with a few like department stores here and there. And it, the, the facts of the matter are that all the little mom and pop shops were not able to meet the demand that was coming. So the larger box stores, the Walmarts, the Targets, and such of the world, it was just a natural progression to try to demonize them for having eliminated this over here is ridiculous. It's like saying that, you know, well, cars are bad because they they put the wagon industry out of business. Yeah, because the wagon industry was inferior and it wouldn't, it didn't keep up did not do the job that was demanded now from the marketplace. The market demanded automobiles versus wagons. The, the market wound up demanding big box stores, discounts, and be able to go to one place and buy all their shit in one place versus having to go to five or six different little shops to pick up this and that and the other thing. It's just the natural progression of the things. But I digress. That's, that's neither here nor there. The point is that I love small businesses and I support them in that they have their place in the market, especially specialized small businesses. They will still do well for the foreseeable future, like local bicycle shops. Local camera shops were a thing. You see where that went now that everybody uses their phone for their camera. But, you know, everything will, everything will eventually get pushed out, or most things. Well, I'm sure there will always be some specialty retail that will still do well. I mean, specialty chocolate retailers are always going to be a thing. Godiva's not going anywhere. But I just didn't really have the passion for all these small businesses to that was really required to be able to give it my all. And I realized that trying to learn all the vernacular and all the ins and outs of each of the different industries I was working with well enough that I could actually write marketing material, write ad copy, sometimes write um, actual content for their websites and blogs was a daunting task. Trying to keep up with that many different industries was just almost impossible for a small one-person shop. Plus, trying to hustle new work, keep up with the work I was doing, work my full-time job, my day job, it was just, it got to where it was so much work that I, and I, I had to really, I wasn't really motivated to keep it keep it up. So bottom line is that one didn't really take off, didn't do very well. I, was sort of, I picked a few clients, I built some websites for some people, I did some marketing for them, and then I, I wound up shutting that one down too. So this is just not working. So I basically just had focused on working on my own music, just practicing myself. I started a band uh, that went away, wound up joining another band later. The second band is kind of where things really take off. Because I joined this band, this existing band, something that was really a little beyond my skill set at the time. Try to jump in 
and learn these songs and play with this band. But I found that if you want to grow, that's what you do is you always try to look for something that's just beyond your skill level. And then you have to work to come up to that. It's made me a hell of a better player. I'm, I'm still not great. There are a ton of better guitar players out there. There are millions of people out there that play guitar better than I do. But I do what I do. And I've started to get pretty good at what I do. And expand from there. So, anyway. It just so happened that this band was doing really well. I was learning their songs. And they hadn't gigged in a while because they'd been looking for a guitar player. They'd changed bass players out. The bass player had only been on one gig with them and that had been like almost a year earlier because their guitar player had to leave shortly thereafter so they were looking for a guitar player for quite some time apparently they had to cut a guy or two in that came around for a little while and didn't work out left so I came in and I'm like the more low key guy and laid back like well, whatever dude I'm, just, I'm here to play man I don't give a damn I'm not, I'm not one of the prima donnas like typical guitar players are singers and well fuck most musicians for that matter anyway we just seem to gel because we're all kind of just laid back dudes that like to jam so we're getting getting going I'm starting to learn the music getting up to speed on these songs probably two or three months out from being able to start booking gigs when our uh, bass player got an opportunity with his job that he couldn't turn down but I mean, he had to transfer to Houston, which is about four or five hours, about four hours south of here. So that killed that. <laughs> now we're down without a bass player, so the hunts, hunt begins for a bass player. During that time, we start working on getting some gear together and getting our, our recording game up to, up to speed. Because the only recordings they had when I started that I was trying to learn these songs off of was crappy little recorders where like someone took their phone and set it in the middle of the practice room and hit record on their little voice recorder and recorded it in the, with their phone. Horrible, horrible sound quality. You could barely make out the guitar part at all. It was just really pretty, pretty bad. But at least it was something. You know, something I could go off of, something I could hear to kind of get a feel for the song. And it was helpful. I still had to wind up working with the bass player, figuring out exactly what was going on in some of it because it was so muddy it was kind of really hard to tell on the recording anyway as we're getting that all put together looking for a new bass player October the 20th happened it was a Sunday evening here in the DFW area Dallas Fort Worth for those who are not from here when a string of what wound up being I think they said nine tornadoes total ripped right through North Dallas and into the Richardson area did over six billion dollars in damages which was a record for the state of Texas and a good chunk of that damage was right in our neighborhood where our practice studio was including the building where we rehearsed it was damaged significantly but not it was still structurally sound our, and our gear was all salvaged everything was fine all of our gear was perfectly fine. We pulled it out, took it home, cleaned it up because it got wet. You know, ceiling tiles caved in, so it got wet and dirty shit on. But otherwise, it was fine. Let stuff dry, clean it off, fire it up, go. 
the building across from us was not that lucky. It, the roof completely collapsed in on it. It even snapped one of the eight-inch thick concrete wall panels. You know, the big concrete warehouse-type wall panels. That's what these the construction on these buildings was. or just a little industrial area there. Snapped a 20-foot wide, about 20-some foot tall, eight-inch thick concrete wall panel. Just snapped it, broke it right off at about three feet off the ground. Craziest thing I've ever seen from wind. Anyway, it was that that was a Sunday night. It was Monday. We didn't even know if our stuff, if our building was still standing, or if our gear was still intact. And we finally got words. Yeah, get up here and get your stuff. So we went up Monday evening, loaded up as much as we could. They police were shutting everything down when it got dark because that block was still closed completely off because of telephone poles and stuff down across the road. We had to park a block away and grab dollies to take with us to go in there and haul our gear out. So we had to go back on Tuesday afternoon and finish up grabbing the rest of our gear and getting it out of there. And the following weekend, as I was sitting around, it just came to me that the concept of like why I hadn't thought of this before is, is, is beyond me, but the concept came up that, you know what? I've always loved promotion and marketing and all this stuff. I really enjoy doing that. I could sit and geek out talking about that for hours. And I love music. I'm in a band now, but we're on hiatus thanks to Mother Nature. So I've got some time on my hands. I should try to get this done. So it came to be that I was going to merge my love for marketing and promotion and music. A natural progression, and that it was natural progression there again. I, again, I don't know why I hadn't thought of this before, but I was guessing that maybe I needed to learn a few lessons before I got to this point. So be it. Well, I started kicking out around some ideas. It's like my whole concept was I didn't want to be like a regular record label where we we take ownership of the artist's works and do with it as we see fit and give the artist pay them a royalty off of it and keep the rest for ourselves and maybe 20, 25 years down the road give them the opportunity to buy the rights back to their own music. That whole concept has always seemed absurd to me. I don't know why any artist would want to just give up rights to their own creation with the hope that maybe one day they'll get the opportunity and will have made enough money to be able to buy back their own work. So it's like, well, how do I relay that? How do I let people know just by the name that you're going to be you? We're not going to steal your shit. You're going to maintain ownership. And I started doing a little word search thesaurus when the word autonomy just popped off the screen at me and I was like oh my god that's it so I tried autonomy music I think no that's probably still available but I wasn't I didn't want to get pigeonholed into music because we also want to do comedians and art and this and that so I wound up digging around and thought autonomy talent that's it so I tapped it into the search bar to see if it had been taken in uh, GoDaddy, and sure enough, it was available. Like, sweet lock, boom, purchased it right there on the spot, like 12 bucks, 
boom, I own the TommyTalent.com. Went immediately to Facebook, got the Facebook page, the Instagram account, and the Twitter account. Got all that social locked down like the first day. So I made sure I had all, I had the name locked in everywhere. Because I've done that a couple of times. Come up, settle, settle on a name. You look on like Facebook, the uh, domain's available. You look on Facebook, that page is available. Look on Twitter, it's available. And then you realize later that oh, I'll start an Instagram account. Oh, that's taken. So I like have to add up, have to rearrange it or add an underscore or something like that. It's just completely ruins the whole the whole branding experience. But well, Tommy Talent was there for the taking, and I jumped on him. So now here we are. Well, Tommy Talent is now a thing. We have yet to take on a single paid client, and I'm not in any hurry to do so. I don't even have the infrastructure ready yet at this point in time, middle of January 2020. I'm not ready to do that. I could put something together pretty quickly. Like, literally, if I had a, a fairly good named artist that was ready to take that level and want to sign a deal, I could have the infrastructure put together in probably two to three weeks to because I've made enough contacts now that I know I could put that team together fairly quickly. But I don't want to, I'm not going to try to make my nut off just one artist. That's what the big labels do. You know, they, they work with a hundred, a thousand different artists just in hopes that one of them is going to pop. That's not how we roll. Mainly because we monetize completely differently since we don't own the rights to, I mean, we don't own the music or even the rights to it. We simply have deals that we make with our artists for say five-year time periods of course it's all negotiated per deal but for a five-year time period we'll have exclusive distribution rights to that that song the artist still maintains control but we have the rights to distribute it to all the streaming services youtube everywhere else but we will also in that there's a gray area there where we want the artists doing stuff on YouTube, like live performances and that thing, that's that nature. So the live performances, those don't count. They can distribute those as they see fit because it's only going to help build their exposure and build up their brand and have more people want to come stream their stuff and maybe download it, maybe watch their official videos. So that we're not doing like the major labels do or like some outfits like Vivo. If you have stuff on Vivo, they don't want you putting it out anywhere else. Even live performances are like, nope. You, we have the only copy of that on YouTube right here. I'm not going to be like that. There's a lot of things that the current record industry is doing and even the ones like like I suggest, said Vivo, they've kind of popped up as more of the, uh, the starting out in the digital realm. But they still kind of hold to some of those old school ideals. So bottom line is we want artists to grow and flourish and if we can help them do that that's great we will make our money from monetizing some things we can also help with swag and other things too but that's another story for another time we want to help and we figured I figured that if we can help a thousand artists 
succeed and become highly successful, then I would rather make a little bit from each of those thousand highly successful artists than I would make a whole lot from 10. So it's the exact reverse model of monetization from the major labels. We want just a little taste of a bunch of people, not try to make our nut from a handful of artists. Anyway, I'm getting a little off topic here. The, the, <laughs> the story was supposed to be about how Tommy Talent came to be. I think we've pretty well covered that now. I'm going a little bit more detail about what we do and why we do it, and the free membership area that's coming soon. That's like that's the whole part I'm most excited about. It's funny, the part I'm most excited about with autonomy is the part that'll never directly earn me a dime, and I'm perfectly fine with that. There'll be thousands of people in there that will never, never make a dime for me, but they'll learn a ton. That's all that matters. It matters that I'm helping the artist community. So, with that being said, I'm going to close out this episode of uh, Info on the Go. And we'll be talking to you again soon. Hope you all have a good rest of your day. And as always, remember to live intentionally. <laughs>